As I got another rhyme, another rhythm for y'all to listen I'm never quitting on my mission, I'ma roll with what I'm giving Got some ambition, this new addition, filling positions Looking at the in myself and feeling what's missing Better watch the way you going, better go in the right direction In the moment you stressing, but you gon' be counting blessings And I know that for certain, keep on working, open curtains Haters swerving, cause they ain't ready for your final version Whoa. I'm never gon' give up, give up Fall down, I just gotta get up, get up, You're listening to the Tom Fickler Show on WNHH LP 103.5 FM, your home for community radio. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Thank you. Thank you for showing up. Um, uh, Thank you, Sheldon, for calling in from your job. Uh, That's real commitment. I love that. Um, And then we have um, a guest, Barbara Walker, who will be coming in later. And I'm um, inviting Shelton and Jerome both to say a little bit about themselves. Um, And I will start with myself. My name again is Barbara Fair. I'm part of uh, Stop Solitary Connecticut and supportive of many, many organizations in um, around the state doing um, uh, criminal justice and prison work. And so um, I wanted to invite uh, a couple of other young people to talk a little later about the um, youth leadership in New Haven. And before we do that, um, uh, we'll be talking about this election that just came up and what people's, um, you know, what they think about the election and what can we expect in our community. But I'm gonna start off with Jerome uh, saying a little bit about himself and then Sheldon, and then we'll get into um, the program. How y'all doing? I appreciate y'all for having me up here. Um, I'm from New Haven, Connecticut, born and raised, you know, uh, 28 years old. I'm part of CTRPG, you know, where over the summers, you know, we do pancake breakfasts uh, on the weekends and things of that nature at New Hallville, or sometimes at the elephant in the room, excuse me, scratch that, you know, get them boy boxing, my bad. Um, and yeah, you know, I'm just, you know, trying to make a difference in the community. We also teach martial arts and things of that nature. So it's just the, uh, work in progress, grassroots movement. We just trying to build as a collective. Thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Um, Tell us a little bit about yourself. uh, My name is Sheldon Tucker. For those who were not aware, I'm born and raised in New Haven, Connecticut. Uh, I've been a supporter of many organizations, um, including my brother's keeper, Kiyama Movement, just many different organizations around around the state on many different topics, including uh, uh, criminal justice. Uh, uh, I could go on and on, just just many, many topics. And, um, and I'm just here to lend my voice to the conversation and um, pretty much that's it. Okay, thank you. Um, hopefully you won't uh, freeze because your bandwidth is sounding a little shaky. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So anyway, we'll start with the election. So this is um, um, recent election of the governor and uh, just wondering how people feel about the race. I first tell you um, some a few facts and then we can go into a discussion about how people feel about voting in particular in um, the upcoming the election that just came around and what do we expect to um, be different in our communities as a result of um, um, our governor returning for four more years. 
Um, um, one thing I have to say is his promise already is about economic growth and opportunities. And um, I'm reminded that he is actually governing some of the most impoverished urban neighborhoods. Um, as much as he is uh, governing the enclaves of wealth in places like Greenwich, where he and his family reside. So when I hear him talk about economic growth and opportunity as a promise, I'm concerned about what does that look like in the New Haven community? Um, will it be more trickle down economic growth and opportunities or will we be in the forefront of uh, these opportunities uh, as much as um, he made it um, important to get to our communities during the election? So um, one, some, one of the things that he said that you know I didn't agree with, but maybe other people see it the way he did, he said, that uh, as he watched the election, that all these unified, all, well, he said artificial, all these artificial blue and red divisions, suburbs versus the city, labor versus business. He didn't see that in Connecticut. And he saw that the state came together during an election. Um, Stefanowski, his remarks were, he, he based, uh, he think the election was based on voters' fears and anger over inflation. He didn't expect the outcome that he received. And he said, maybe people are happier than I thought they were. So that's just a little background on them. Uh, an important, another important thing that happened uh, during this election is ACLU um, PAC group. They're part of Smart Justice out of uh, ACLU in Harvard. They knocked on over 1500 doors, um, primarily in black and Latinx communities where they vote, uh, where they always seem to face barriers to voting. And they put on the ballot uh, an amendment um, for the, our state constitution to allow early voting. We are one of the very few states that don't already have that. And so um, they won in their fight. And uh, I salute them for that because it took a lot of uh, groundwork to do that. The vote actually came out 60 to 40 in favor of early voting. So I think we're going to uh, have that coming to our um, state soon. Um, I watched the race between Johanna Hayes and her opponent, and that was tight right up till the next day, but she came out a winner, which I'm thankful about that. And um, when we talk about the Constitution, I would like to also see the state uh, Constitution be amended to um, take out the exclusion in the 13th Amendment which allows uh, slavery to continue as long as people are incarcerated. I think you take away that amendment, that'll take away the, the uh, incentive that people have to keep our prisons full across the country. And so I would really love to see people come together and unite around an amendment in our state constitution that that would no longer be allowed. Because when you hear that people are working all day from early in the morning to late at night sometimes for less than a dollar a day. And they're paying for everything that they need. I mean, they work for a dollar a day. It takes $3 just to go see the doctor, which you get on a list and no telling them when you're going to see the doctor. It's things like that that really are disturbing for me. And so I'd like to see people come together on some of those uh, real issues that are going on uh, that people behind bars have to suffer and, and suffer alone, except for people uh, like myself, who make sure that their voices come to the forefront of what's going on in Hartford. So 
with that said, I'd like to hear from both of you uh, what you think about the election and what do you think the election uh, four more years of Lamont in office will do for um, our, com our communities. Um, I, I can start with either one. Uh, Jerome, you're first on my screen, so I'll start with you. And then um, same thing, same question to you, Shelton. Do you want the question again or are you already? Yeah, ask the question one more time. Okay. Lamont's back in for four more years. We had four years of him before. So what do you what do you expect that's going to be different this time? Or do you not expect any difference? And what did you see um, from Lamont in the four years that uh, he was in office? Um, personally, I don't know if anything's going to change because honestly, I didn't see anything change in in regards to my living standards, you know, anyway, you know, where I live at. Mm -hmm. So um, only thing that I think that will change, you know, is, you know, us becoming more politically aware and trying to put a, a movement together to change something. Mm -hmm. I don't think that, I don't think that they're going to change anything, honestly. I think personally that um, that ship has sailed. They, they already got the people blinded by what they got them going got going on and things of that nature. I think that more more so we will probably galvanize and create our own political party and then, you know, build something for ourselves and create our own infrastructure. That's what I think. Okay. Thank you. I see with platforms like this. I like I like uh how this is I appreciate you having me on again. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Sheldon, are you muted? Um well Far as far as the people in the communities that need it most, um, I don't really see anything new happening with Governor Lamont. I see that um, you know, he his other his first tenure, he spent a lot of uh, money um, on you know um, in his police departments and and you know getting police these these military weapons and and sending a lot of funding to police forces across the state. So I don't really think. Um, that he's gonna be any help for you know the, the communities that I need the most. I believe that he's a businessman. He's here to set up these deals for these multi-millionaires that are seeking to gentrify our cities. And and I feel that he, those are the people that he serves both corporations and, and corporate entities. So I don't even think that there's an interest, a real interest in changing the better in this state, especially or so-called impoverished neighborhoods, low-income neighborhoods that may need to change the most. Mm -hmm. So, so, so uh, either one of you, what do you think that uh, the people on the ground need to be doing? I know Jerome was saying uh, we need to galvanize and be more political. Um, I'd like to just expand upon that. What, what, why is it that people like Lamont who has done nothing for the community, in my opinion, in our community, for four years, gets um, this vote um, back in office again. I mean, was it the, the coming on the radio stations and Bridgeport and New Haven and at the last minute, was it you know, this conditioning that um, our communities have about Republicans, Democrats? I mean, I have my opinion. I'd like to hear from younger people. What do you think? is the reason he's able to come back four years of doing nothing and then give us some more promises and get our vote again. 
think uh I think that um he gets our vote again because of the the reaction of you know just voting you know being able to put somebody in office you know not saying that our ancestors didn't fight for us to vote but you know people using that as a trope just vote democrat or or, or even republican you feel me but in our community we vote democrat you know so we just start hitting hitting buttons and sitting and hitting uh colors or whatever and now we've going along with the the ideal that we have to vote this way you know rather than not and not only that you know most times too we don't vote for policy you know we're not looking at the policy you know because you might could vote for somebody you know based off their policy if they're doing something that's good for you you know in either party but at the same time you know i think that personally what uh the people on the ground need to do is honestly put all our different ideologies aside whether you Hebrew, Muslim, whatever, whatever, it don't matter. Your, your ideology, you know, as long as you know that we need to come together politically and put our our uh, our stamp on the on the system, and not only that, create a system for ourselves, you know, because this political mindset that we got right now, personally, it's a lot that we could take from it, but we have to uh, reverse engineer it and 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 utilize it to to push forth our culture, you know, because a lot of the things that we see given to us, it may work for the society, but a lot of the time we outcast from the society. So it's not even for us, you know, and we don't look at that as like we should, you know, we talk about it, we know it, but we don't actually realize how deep that we live it, you know, and that's not everybody, you know, but I'm just saying as the, as the masses, you know. Mm -hmm. Well, we have three generations on the phone right now on this. So uh, you already know how I feel. So and I'm dedicated to voting. And, and I don't do it because of the message you, uh, our ancestors died for you to vote, because I always push back on that. Because, yes, they died to get the right to vote. But it was, I'm sure, with their wisdom, it was the right to vote informed, not to vote because someone said you must vote Democrat or this is my friend, so put them in office, but to vote with an informed vote. So, because because what I find sometimes I'll get around election time, I get these texts, vote for this and that one. And I just tell them, I said, I'm an informed voter. I don't know this person. I don't know what they've done. So no, you can't get my vote. How many of us actually are that involved? You know, like I said, two more generations after me. How many are really that involved in knowing what people are doing up in Hartford, so we can give an informed vote. Right. And the same token, how much is uh how much are the people up in Hartford actually putting the information out for us to be able to be informed? You know, because a lot of the times, you know, the, it's the algorithms too. You know, we not we not whatever we like on a day to day basis, even if it's on Facebook, even if it's out in the real world, Facebook is based off the real world. You know, the internet is built off of what you do in real real time. So whatever you like in real time is what you're gonna see in, in the day to day. So if you don't have any uh, uh people in your circle that's speaking on politics or, you know, even wanting to be politically grounded, then you're gonna miss the whole thing anyway, because the people that's in politics aren't really coming to reach the masses, they come in to reach the consensus that they already have between Democrat and Republican and people that's already voting. You know, I ran for Alder one time, you know, just to do it, you know, because 
and not saying that it doesn't need to be done, but I wanted people to uh, realize, yo, we could go and run for these positions too. I do actually need guidance in things, you know, I'm not, I don't know everything, but I do know enough to know that we have to change the way that we think on it and, and operate as a, as a unit. So uh, that's my take on that. Um, I say, I say that uh, um, the big part of the reason why um, we 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 vote and Democrats can expect our vote is is um, due to a lack of I mean due to a lack of knowledge and a lot of ignorance on our on our side when it comes to voting. Um, like you said, you're an informed voter. You check the uh, you check the candidates. Uh, you check their their record, their their policies. A lot of people don't do that. I remember even when I was in school, middle school and things, and on election day, they would, we would do these mock votes. And um, they would always tell us to vote Democrat because the Democrats were the good people. Mm. The Republicans were the bad white people or the bad people. So a lot of us are conditioned to that. And it's all about the, um, it's all about the acts that these politicians put on. A lot of us are entertained by sideshows, politicians, um, comes into our community, talks to a few people. We figure that they're for us. We don't check into their policies to see what they've done, and and that's a big problem for us um, as a community. As far as on the brother was saying about uh, information, things going on in Hartford. Um, I think that the the, the responsibility is on us um, as a community to find out that these things are going on, so we can be there. Um, I've been in Hartford many times during these, uh, you know, during these hearings and things of that sort. And I had to go out and, and get this information. These politicians weren't calling and saying, hey, we're voting on whether or not guys are going to get 23 and one in the prison or whether we're going to give people right to be able to spend the day with their family. We're not there because, you know, we're, we're, we're uninformed and we have to be better informed and we have to be better information givers in our community and i expect these people to come and and, and give us you know and, and tell us how to, to to fight against their policies because that's that's not how they work and i just um and i just think we just have to do a better job as a communication because are we talking about ancestors and things that's over right now like she said we got three generations on the telephone my generation had its own aspect of voting and what voting should be um as well as yours and i think that the connection can be made, but the effort, the desire has to be there. I think some of the younger generation are a little bit less politically inclined to the generation before them. Um, and it has, a lot, it has to do with a lot of things, you know, um, algorithms, but you can change the algorithm because they may send these things to you that you like. But if you're looking up politics and policies and things of that sort, the algorithm is going to send you this. So, again responsibility is on us to do these things to go out and seek where hey where are they making these rules for their community where, where where are they making these rules we need to get behind those doors as a community that's the energy we're supposed to have but what we do is we sit back we depend on these politicians to come and give us things and they know that so they they put on their best act they know we're easily entertained so they put in their acting clothes their acting voices they get on our radio stations they talk black you know you've you seen right. hillary clinton with the hot sauce and mm. things like that and they right. know how to get our attention and get us to vote because of our ignorance and lack of information they know exactly what we're not doing and what we should be doing in our communities and that's a big problem for us right 
Thank you. I, I see Barbara Walker has uh, joined us. Um, Barbara, are you here? Okay, maybe she just tuned in and uh, on hold. But I, I have to say, I, I was thinking that when I was listening to uh, Jerome, when he said that uh, the, the um, politicians don't come to us, and the first thing popped in my mind uh, is we have to go to them. We mm -hmm. have to want to know what's going on. They're not going to tell us anything. And they depend uh -huh. on us not knowing anything so that they can come to our community and get on the radio, talk a little jive talk, and act like they about us and don't have to even see us again for the next four years. And so we have to go to Hartford. I mean, I practically live in Hartford. Um, and, and that means, and it's not an easy thing. It means getting on that train and going to the Capitol to walk them hallways and meet those legislators and not only ask, what are you doing? But tell them, this is a demand that I have for you. When you give someone your vote, you should be voting expecting a demand. And, and there's a lot of education that has to go on around voting, because another thing that, that I know happens, the people that really, really want to um, get an easy vote will say, vote on row A. When you vote on row A, mm -hmm. you're not only voting for that one person, say the person you want to get is Robin Porter. So you see, she's on row A. And so a lot of people would just go on row A and just vote all the way across the board. And what you're actually doing is letting in other people who have never cared about your community, but because they're on row A and you're told to vote on row A, you're automatically giving them a seat at the table to come back to do absolutely nothing. And that's why we have career politicians who've been in office 20, 30 years. And mm -hmm. if you ask them, uh, what have you done for my community? They couldn't even tell you. So we, we need, definitely need some education around voting. And I remember many, many years ago, and I probably, if I asked a question now, I probably get the same answer. I don't even bother anymore. It's so annoying. But I used to um, ask people, I said, do you get involved with politics? And they say, oh, no, uh, um, I don't get involved in politics. I said, do you realize politics is running your whole life? And how do you not get involved with what's running your life? That's that's the reason why I said um, you know them not coming out down to us. It wasn't uh, uh putting the uh, blame on them. It was mm -hmm. more so in the sense of if that's your job, that's what you're supposed to be doing. You know, you're mm -hmm. supposed to be coming out here and giving us the information, even if we're supposed to be coming up to you too. I do agree with mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. I'm not disagreeing mm -hmm. at all that we're supposed to go up there. And we do need to do that more. It is, it's, it is our duty because it's uh, affecting us more than just sitting there and voting across the board, mm -hmm. like you said. But my whole thing is, you know, either we put politicians in place that's going to come inform us and do their job, or we just going to sit back and watch them uh, keep tricking us with their with their propaganda and things of that nature. Or we're going to get up there, like you said, and go see who's running for office in this uh, seat, in this uh, party, whatever the policies that match your uh, ideology. You're going to mm -hmm. go down there and you're going to sign those uh, bu them bubbles. But mm -hmm. for me, it's just like, at the end of the day, if you if you assign the job, you know, you should, you should be doing your job as well, you know. And mm -hmm. I, I just think that... Uh, that's why I push personally that we should have our own political party mm -hmm. because we can then better inform our people because we'll have policies based for our people and not including the whole United States, <laughs> you know, and I, I think personally we need to start voting locally. 
more so than, you know, across the board uh, as far as nationwide at, until we get an understanding on how our our local politicians run. Because a lot of the local politicians, the president doesn't really do much, you know, and not saying that he doesn't have authority or, or any of that, but as your alders, you know, your councilmen, the people with no seats, those that's doing the real uh, nitty gritty work. So we need to attack those seats and start a galvanizer toward the ideology of being politically equipped. Okay, so from um, and I and I want to hear how you guys are feeling. I want to hear how I'm trying to find the where the disconnect from my generation down through my son's generation down to my grandson's generation, like three generations. Where did that disconnect happen? Um, and so that's why I, I wanted to have you guys on here. I I, I hey, think about. Can you hear me? Oh, so you're here. Yeah, yeah. I was at, I was calling for you before. Yeah, yeah I was trying. Hi, hi, all. Uh, yeah, hey, I'm in my car. It was kind of hard to navigate and drive. Oh, <laughs> oh well, I don't want you driving <laughs> and distracted. <laughs> but do you, do you, well, I just asked a question, uh, Miss Walker. She's a former probation officer, a former alder too, right? Yes. Yeah. So you have a, a lot of in, a lot of stake in this conversation also. And so I was just coming up on, on, you know, listening to, like I said, we have three generations up here and trying to understand where the disconnect came in, where from my generation, which would include you, Barbara, we were very yeah. involved in politics and continue to be very involved in politics. And it just seems like as we get further and further away, there's more... There's less responsibility of, 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 I say, less of us taking uh, owning responsibility and knowing what's going on. Um, mm -hmm. Because I never sat around and waited for anybody to come and tell me anything because I know I would never know anything. Because And that was their intention, to keep us in the dark. So I always right. made sure that I went to where the decision was being made. I remember mm -hmm. having community meetings on, on a monthly basis. I would have and I would have food there to, to make sure people can eat. I would even give out gift cards, anything to get my people, because that's who I'm trying to reach, anything mm -hmm. to get my people out. I would have the community meetings in the evenings at a local library where people can walk or get on a bus. There's just like no excuse. And still, mm -hmm. I could not get my people out. So it's hard for me when I hear people say that somehow we're responsible or somebody like me is responsible for us not being where we need to be. And so I, I don't think, oh, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. So, no. So I'm saying that's how I'm feeling and just wondering right. how you're feeling. No, I, I don't think it's a disconnect. I think it's intentional. And I think that they, they prey on us not knowing mm -hmm. what you don't understand. Anytime you call your legislator, whether it be the state or the alder person, all those calls are stamped. And, and record it. So the more you call and the more you, you stay on them, you'll get what you want. Mm -hmm. But what you gotta do is put people in place that don't think about, oh, well, I can get my, 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 my wife a job, so I'm gonna sell this, this community out, but I got mine. Mm -hmm. And that's what's going on now. I think we need term limits. I think the old guards need to leave. I think the young people need to take the wisdom from the older people. And I think they need to learn how to pass the baton. Cause at this point, you got the same people in office than when I was in high school. And before you got on, I was saying those people have been in office 
over and over and over again. And if any one of us that say, well, what have you done for our community? They couldn't tell you, but they know they're going to get our vote because of the way right. we vote. <laughs> well, we You're need to learn how to, we also need to learn how to block, vote in a block. And, and we also have to have an ask. What is your ask? When Obama right. was in there, we were so happy to have a black president mm -hmm. that we didn't ask anything. Exactly. And everybody got pissed off at the, the LGB community and all those people, because not only did they vote, but they demanded. They didn't even ask. We didn't ask. We were just happy. So you can't complain that you don't get anything if you're not asking. Mm -hmm. I, I'm learning how to ask and I'm learning how to say, I will primary you if you don't bring the services that you say you're supposed to bring. I'm not your friend. And that's the problem. Mm -hmm. They get up there and they want to come to you and be your friend, but follow the money. That's how you hold them right. accountable. You can get a printout of every community and where those dollars are going. If you start putting that stuff on social uh, media and start saying, listen, Here's a this guy, this person's been here for this X amount of time. Here's where the money's going. New Hallville got 50,000, but over the hill, they got 20 million. Mm. Right. That's what and how did that happen? Because demands. we're not paying people attention. making demands. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. And, and, and not for nothing. Some people think $10,000 is a lot of money in the hood. True. It's not. True. It's pennies. Right. You know, but they say you ask for pennies, you get pennies. Mm hmm. Right. So and that, that's my feeling. I don't mean to get off my, but it just pisses me off. <laughs> it's, a, it's a lack of ignorance. I mean, it's a lack of knowledge in our community, but not only that, the most important thing is the, the biggest thing is the lack of action. Not, yeah. not yeah. throughout our whole community, there's not enough action. Right? Yeah. Because no, well, education without without action is, is nothing. Mm -hmm. um, but you got you gotta you gotta make them who said that, Barbara? Lyndon B. Johnson. You went What's out. That? Oh, oh I'm sorry. I, I was waiting oh. for the call. I didn't. It may have went out. She may be, oh. I'm in a place where. No, we, it went out because I didn't hear her either. So you said something about Lyndon B. Johnson. He said something about make me do it. Remember when they were right, doing civil right. rights bill? That's right. And that, and Martin Luther King said, "Okay, I'll make you do it," and they mm -hmm. did. That's mm -hmm. what we have to do to do to these people. And you got to remember when, right. when we were coming up, we had civics. You guys didn't even, don't even have civics anymore. So they were teaching us the process. We would vote for presidents, vice presidents. All of that was taught in school. Yeah, it's not taught, and that's purposely mm -hmm. done for yeah. a reason. They don't. They want you yeah. ignorance of what me and Barbara are talking about doing is creating our own civics right here in the community and educating the community as to how. The dog catcher all the way down to 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 the older person impacts your life, mm -hmm. right? And why you People need gotta to get care. involved? They got to care, right? They know right now that these politicians are running their lives, and who's doing anything? Not enough people. You got mm -hmm. like five, ten people throughout the whole community, if that much, honestly, that's been running around doing all the work. For instance, like Miss Fair, she she been doing like thirty people's job for the last twenty years. And she had yeah. more help. This, and I'm just saying 30, probably is 100. If she had just mm -hmm. half the community behind her, so much action could have been done. So much action. It's not just these politicians. I've been there where they we beg the community to come out. Please, if you they're yes. doing this, they're doing that. This is going to affect you. People don't come out and they depend on that. They depend on the ignorance. 
And yeah, Brennan, and that's why I said... I'm sorry. Very recently. In Greenwich, they were going to... um, They were pushing to open, to build up low-income housing. It wasn't mm-hmm. even going to be like a housing project. It just was a section that they were looking to put low-income housing. Them people... They said low-income housing means black people. So them people went to that politician. They pressured him. We don't want this in our community. We don't want this. It's going to hurt our community. It's going to hurt our community. Look at how these multi-millionaires and billionaires right now are gentrifying our city. They're putting up all these apartment buildings. The rent's going to be about 3000 a month. None of us are going to be able to uh, pay this rent. How much are we fighting to keep them? We're going to wait for 10 years when you can hardly find a black person in New Haven. And that's when we're going to stand up and fight. And that's what we do. We, we're, mm-hmm. the, our lack of action is the biggest problem yeah. in this thing. We're more reactionary people. So, Absolutely. But well, why is that, though? Why are we more reactionary? Listen, one thing I like about the Republicans, they say whatever you want to say about them, but they are long-term thinkers. That's They've right. been thinking about doing stuff that they actually are starting to have manifest for the best. 30 years we think about they're thinking we're in their spaces we need to be in those you absolutely what i do i sign up republicans um, um platforms why right because you know what the other is doing and right, right now the republicans just once and don't get me wrong because i'm a democrat you keep going out barbara you might gotta uh, check your wi-fi Barbara. I think. Oh. Yeah, you're breaking up for me. Yeah, you keep breaking That's up. That's where I'm at. I'm going to pull up. Okay. Yeah, I'm yeah, in I think the end. Let me see. I'm move outside of, outside, more outside than here. Um, yeah, because I'm in it. Yeah, get back to the Republicans because I want to add something to that. Part of our conditioning. Okay, I'll I know one thing that we in. don't think ahead. Yeah, we think I'll, ahead. yeah. We're we talking to Democrats right now. Yeah, you Are keep you going out, Barbara. So, I, I, so I just wanted to say this just to add on to what you were saying about a Republican. That's part of our conditioning. Like, um, mm-hmm. I know one of the reasons, main reasons, probably why Lamont got back in again because we're conditioned to fear Republicans. Mm-hmm. Well, see, my experience has been going to Harvard. And building relationships with Republicans. Mm-hmm. And that's what it's about. Mm-hmm. Getting off our butts, going to Harvard, build relationships mm-hmm. with the legislators that's up there. And, right. and doing that, that's that's it was Republicans who stepped across the line to help mm-hmm. me to pass my my protect that, to protect the people incarcerated. There were Democrats mm-hmm. that did not stand up and, and support with mm-hmm. me. It took some of the Republicans to come across the line and say, I'm supporting this. This bill right. So our condition that has us, oh, you know, oh my God, if a Republican get in, we're just gonna be uh, just so messed up. And so then you put in Lamont, who really, the way he operates like a Republican, mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and we think we're in a better shape because we have him. In four years, I could never get a meeting with, with Lamont. Four years of trying up there in Harvard, run every right. time he see me, because he's right. not interested and our issues. And yet we ran to the polls to put them back in office again because we're so afraid of mm-hmm. Stefanowski. To me, there are mm-hmm. two men cut from the same cloth. 
two rich, white, suburban, wealthy businessmen who care nothing about the That's black it. community. Stefanowski came That's in it. talking about he lived on Dixwell Avenue. How long ago was that? <laughs> you left with the white flight. You never came back. Let's keep it real. Lamont comes in and, and he gets on our radio station and talks to um, Daryl the day before the election. That shows how desperate he was. Oh, Daryl, I love when you switch to your DJ voice. Oh, my God. I wanted to slap him through the to the radio. These are the things that they come in to entertain us to get the vote. Because people are yeah, not but, following but, what they're doing. But that's where we're that's allowing where, them. To, that's where, look, my fault. That's in my opinion. That's where we got to become more entertaining in the way that we educate ourselves. You know, and that's why I say if we have our own political party, we could then focus our own our own uh, issues. You know, because we focusing on Democrat and Republican issues, which we can still, you know, look into. Because like uh, this, this other sister Barbara said, you feel me? Uh, you know, you got to check in on what's going on with the enemy. Mm -hmm. You know, if you got an enemy, you still got to pay attention. But at the end of the day, if we keep uh, focusing on, you know, us not getting up there and not figuring out how to get us up there, then we'll never get up there. Because mm -hmm. the people are stuck on social media. You feel me? Mm -hmm. So we got to be able to put a, a program together that gets the information that's needed to them and make it entertaining enough for them to want to actually see what's going on because it's warfare, you know, and people are entertained by warfare anyway. So if we could show how this is warfare, people will be out. Oh, listen, let's, let's, let's figure it out, you know, but right now people are, people are conditioned to be entertained and, and focus mm -hmm. on, on, especially because the youth, I'm one of them. I can't take myself away. I'm 28. But especially because we, we have social media, we grew up on social media. You know, like you were saying earlier. Uh, Mom, Mom, can you pull up, please? We, you, 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 you was out here. You feel me? You was out here every day, getting up, doing what you had to do. We don't even have that drive because our, our uh, and it's not all of us, because it's a lot of us mm -hmm. that's doing it. Don't mm -hmm. get me wrong. You feel me? So I'm not oh, gonna yeah. I, I follow <laughs> these groups that me? are doing stuff. I'm talking about right. New Haven now. Right. But even, but, even Barbara, Haven, I... but not but nonetheless, nonetheless, we still gotta we gotta we gotta uh stop stop uh separating it by by those things because now how we gonna how we gonna uh how we gonna build if we New Haven Harvard, no we gotta be a black focus, we gotta come as one block. You know, we gotta have one ideology. You know, in the sense we of be politically, anyway. Like Maybe not how you live your first. lifestyle. Huh. What you say, brother? Go ahead. What was you no, saying? We have to be educated, and organized before we can even do something like that. There's so much inner inner healing and so much inner business that we have to take care of before we can even step out onto that stage. Having our own political party sounds nice, and it would be a great thing to do. But I'll be ready for that. Are you politically educated for that? You know what I mean? A lot of us just living in this state, in this country, don't even realize that slavery is still legal. It's legal. Right. It's in the 13th Amendment. Yeah. It says if you are a prisoner, you can be made into a slave. So that means that slavery was never abolished. So how many people in our state even know that? Like she says, she's fighting a minute seeking out. How many people even know how important it is to get that amendment taken out? You know what right. I mean? Right. Right. right, right, We got a lot of stuff to do, man. Mm -hmm. And speaking of that, the youth, your generation, man. Yo, for one, 
when social media came out, y'all was graduating high school for one. So y'all ain't really grow up on social media. Y'all didn't come up on it. Y'all got involved. But when social media came out, Facebook and all that, y'all was, y'all was like, I was, in, I, I got on social media in the sixth grade. Barbara, I think you got mute yourself. Like, I don't want to get we, we started that. Over, we started over MySpace. We started over MySpace. Okay, give me a second. Give me a second. I'm okay, okay, yeah, because you're causing this. Barbara's I connection. Hear what people is. are saying, yeah. Okay, go ahead. You know, I was saying that a big, a big thing too. A part of this, um, this newer generation, um, not only are they less completely inclined, but it's just the culture, man. The culture is so lost, man. It's hard, and you, and, and it's hard to. For instance, if you have the younger generation that's that's lost in a bunch of areas, and they believe that they have the answers, that the elders, you know, might be too old. They don't know but that was that. That was that time. It's our time now. How will that connection ever be made? Right. I could go to people in my generation and get political information and get guidance. Where can you go in your generation? You know what I'm saying? And that's a part of the problem. And a lot of these things is on purpose. But it's just my generation, people wasn't bragging about lean. People did that stuff. But my generation, it wasn't such a normal thing. Young kids dragging about, dragging, bragging about drinking heroin every day. You had, you had leaders like, like, like Sister Barbara Fair. You mm. feel me? We had leaders that became drugged out halfway. You know, some of them was halfway political, you know, and then mm -hmm. we got people who uh, pushed towards the, the, the lifestyle of just being uh, ratchet. You know, that's become a mindset to where, yo, we don't even know how to not be ratchet. And not and, and mm -hmm. I'm, I'm just saying that in the sense you said it's three generations, but now we got to see the dilution on how we got to where I am, you know, because mm -hmm. I, I speak out, you feel me? I may not always be politically correct, but I'm not looking to be politically correct. To be honest, we I'm looking to get the information show. and put it out. A big part of it is lack of action. No, lack and, of and, action. I, and I, I highly agree with that. Mm -hmm. I highly agree and, with that. And education. If you could go out right now and get 10 of your homeboys to be on the same wave you want, you'll, you'll be going somewhere, but you can't. That's the problem. And even that, you, you need still more education, but you can't even go out and get 10 of your homies right now to get on the same wave as you. But I bet you if you go to 10 of your homies to slide, they'll be there. I bet you if you go get 10 of your homies to run, I, I, I come from that. So I already know what time it is. You know what I'm saying? So that's a big right. part of the problem. How are you going to get politicians to come to you when you're going to be by yourself? When they come to see your community, who's going to be there with you? You got to have people that, because you're talking about, you're talking about slide and the pe pe these people aren't ignorant to the fact of what's going on. They just don't think that it works because they seen, they seen it being tried for so long that and it is not making a big move or change in our, in our day-to-day culture. We still build it, you know, and it's not to take away from the work that's been done, you know, because there has been work done, you know, but the thing is we so divided on what's right and what's wrong. We're not realizing that, hey, yo, when we really look at history, every other <laughs> every other culture that um, still on it, they started from doing illegal and legal stuff. Not saying that we should be doing illegal stuff, mm -hmm. but I'm just saying, this is how history operates. <laughs> you feel me? Now, how are we gonna change the mindset from doing illegal stuff to doing legal stuff if we not, uh, getting out there and attacking our people in the way that they need to be attacked. Not saying that the information isn't correct. I'm just saying we got to be able to doctor it up and put the put the sugar in the medicine, you know, because the people are not. Let me not, just step in for a minute. I, when I listen to you, I hear that that young people are looking. It, it appears that they're looking more for this uh, immediate gratification, like things are not happening fast enough. 
if you follow history and if you're doing this work, you'll realize it's not gonna happen quickly. Not when you have, when I'm out there trying to represent 10,000 people and I'm lucky if I can get a hundred people to stand with me, it's gonna right. be a slow process. If I, I, I when every time I have a rally, I say, if I could just get a thousand people, do you know what a difference that'll make for them people in Hartford? They know we mean business, but if all they're right. gonna look out there and see, 20 people like you know, they could look over them 20 people so we all have to take an ownership and why yes. we are not getting what we get and it really starts within that person um and and i want to just i just wanted to do this for just so people that don't know this conversation started last night with um um you know, talking about, um, you know, young people on social media, that's not where the action is and all that stuff. And then I got involved in the conversation. And in the conversation, I felt like, uh, and I've heard it so many times, like the young people are saying, like people like me need to move aside and let them lead. And for me, I wish, I wish I could just move aside because I'm tired. I'm tired. Mm -hmm. Especially when I can only get 20 people to show up to fight with me. I'm tired. But I can't give up the fight because it's, I guess it's my calling. But right. when when I can only get that few amount of people to show up to do anything, it's it's hard. And then you have the 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 disconnect that I see between your generation and a slide in each generation having mm -hmm. less and less respect for elders. It's like, you right. know, like I like I hear people say, well, I need to go sit down somewhere and let the young people leave. I am waiting for the young people to lead so I can sit down. I cannot, I cannot in all good conscience stop, well, even get in the background and push people in the front that I know don't, they're not even educated enough to, to lead. When right. I and, and 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 it wasn't about me when I when I started out, it wasn't about someone, an elder coming to me and teaching me how to lead, how I got in the leading position. Because all these years I followed other people. I followed other people who were leading and I got to see what they had to do and watch their process and listen to uh, what they had to do to get to where they were. When they got tired of the fight, I was ready to leave because I've been following you and supporting you in the background all along. Right. Believe me, many people who are leading don't want to lead. I don't want to lead. It's too much work. It's too frustrating. It's, right. it's it's it takes a lot of my energy, especially as the generation gets younger. It just seems like they don't have the motivation. I can give these uh, community meetings. They're not going to show up. These are the people I'm fighting the most for because it's for your generation and the generation after. But if I have meetings and I provide food and give away money, gift cards and all, I don't care what I do. Young people are not showing up. I don't know what else I can do, but keep leading. Right. Until we right. find people who are who are ready to lead. Now, there's other all young people not like that. I won't say all young people like that because there are groups in Bridgeport and Hartford who are leading, and I'm I'm with them, but I'm in the background supporting them, supporting them right. in their because they already done led. But you know what? They 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 learned leading by following at one point. I don't think I. This is just my opinion. I don't think young people today want to follow elders. Because they think they know a better way to do things because, like you said, it's taking so long to get there. But they don't understand the reason it's taking so long is because you guys ain't with us. The thousands and thousands of young people are not standing right. with me when I'm fighting for young people. If the elders actually were to move out the way and let the youth leave, we'd be in trouble. I don't want the elders to move out the way. Mm -hmm. I don't want them at all because the youth ain't ready to lead us. They're not ready. So... 
for the youth. I'm just saying, saying, you know, the elders need to move out the way and let us do it. They're not ready, man. And I'm part. I'm just a little that. bit older. I'm I'm only a generation over you, so I'm in the middle of that too. And I, we had some of the in my generation. The argument came up about you know what voting is a is is it's a sham. Voting is we we shouldn't even waste our time. And there was times when people just did not vote because they felt like it was a sham. But if you really pay it and only. It was only in ignorance that some felt that way because if they had really paid attention, we really know that, no, it's not a sham. These things are important. We sit around and wait for these politicians to do stuff for us. Other communities don't wait. Mm -mm. These people work for us. We don't have to wait for them to come and tell us nothing. They work for us. When they in that seat, yo, you in that seat, that's what you need to be doing for us. If we're not doing that, and these politicians know we they know we they, we hit as a generate as a as a, as a, as a community as a people. And, know and let me just say help. one more you thing real quick, Shell. Shell, let me say one more thing yeah. real quick because and you've witnessed this because you've been in Harford a lot. When you go to Harford, you'll see busloads of little white kids coming to Harford to to talk with letters. little kids. They're teaching their children as little kids. Our trip is gonna be going to the Capitol to meet legislators and find out how to work. Our trips, we're going to the Bronx Zoo or we're going to uh, Six Flags. So we have to take some ownership over why we are where we are. We can't look out at blaming someone else. It's like, what am I not doing? And I had little kids 10 years, 11 years old in my class throwing up gang signs and talk about killing people. And they ain't know the first thing they was talking about. And then, so you talk about little kids going up to the Capitol, and you got little kids doing gang signs and stuff. So it's, that's a yo. that's a disconnect in the mentality of the community as, as a whole. You so know, somebody got to do something we, about it. We, we, can't, we, we can't just keep sitting here saying, "Well, that's just that, how things work." No, we have no, to I'm change those that, things, and that's what I'm saying. This is why I feel that we need to build ourselves a political party because we need to start fresh. We need to start over and talk in our language. But it starts feel, with the right you mindset. Know, <laughs> no, hello. Exactly. Oh, Barbie, oh, back on. Sourdough yeah. breakfast oh, sandwich. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I don't agree with believe building our own political party. We build it. our own block, like a pack, and we have an ask. Okay. Maybe the, in that ask, there's five things that's important to us and our community. Because unfortunately, the two party system ain't changing. Mm -hmm. It's just not. Mm -hmm. But I think we need to be in all. Be in the Republican Party. We need to be in the Independent Party. Welcome. What's that? Working family? Yeah. We need, we need to be at all those tables. This is but a three-minute notice. I just want to let people know three-minute notice. So try to think of the um the most important thing you want to leave this um um <laughs> this show with. <laughs> well, I, I gotta hang up. So I'm gonna say I think me and you, Barbara, we already said we're gonna meet on Tuesday to start putting those that five ass together and these mm -hmm. two young men that's up here once we get it rolling then we start going to educating the community one mm -hmm. one door at a time mm -hmm. absolutely all right absolutely. Good to talk to y'all later thank you later okay all right bye you want to use one to leave well both of you hopefully you have something to end with and with, within the next two minutes um i just think it, we just gotta educate each other a lot more we got educated, but we got to want it. We got to seek it. And one of the things I want to say, like last night, when you talk about the elders, who, what elders? My generation, your generation, you know what I mean? So oh, yeah. we, we, there's there's three different generations in our group. I'm a part of Connecticut RVG too. 
and and right. we have free of breakfast program. There's a couple generations right in our group. You know what I mean? Right. So it's a it's a, we just gotta we gotta make the connection, make it. We can't not wait for it. We gotta make it. You see that elder that seem like they know what's going on. Like you better off linking up with her. They they have I'm, her move on the way, and you getting some youth to get behind you. You be you gonna be hit like doing it like. <laughs> And that's that's my whole thing. I, I want to I want to get behind her and you know have her teach me so that I know what I'm doing to lead the. I want you so, I'm so tired. I want a vacation. <laughs> you, yo, you could. I want a vacation I want, I could more. Galvanize a bunch of a bunch of young boys of your generation. You ain't got to get behind my mother. You get behind me. My generation. Because you've been I'm out the there. Thing to your generation that's about it, and I came from what I came from the street and all that stuff. So I. It's just so much that we could do. You don't got to go to the grandparents. You got people right here in my generation that's and, active and that's, and that's, and that's, what I'm, that's my whole point. We got to do it for us. Forget that we are the politicians. Regardless, if you got the information, you a politician. Regardless if you hold the seat or not, we got to mm-hmm. stop thinking that, you know, politician is the person that holds the seat because what, that's one factor organized. of it. But right, if, you got to be organized, organized because they represent, right. they represent you. And we have 90 seconds, so I'm just going to take this time to say thank you very much for showing up today. Thank you for the conversation. Let's get beyond talking and social media and let's do some stuff. Change change what's happening in New Haven. We can do a lot better with a lot less talking, more action. Thank you so much for showing up. Take care. Bye-bye. As I got another rhyme, another rhythm for y'all to listen I'm never quitting on my mission, I'ma roll with what I'm giving Got some ambition, this new addition, filling positions Looking at the void in myself and feeling what's missing Better watch the way you going, better go in the right direction In the moment you stressing, but you gon' be counting blessings And I know that for certain, keep on working, open curtains Haters swerving, cause they ain't ready for your final version I'm never gon' give up, give up Fall down, I just gotta get up, get up, yeah Cause this is my road Let's camera action, I'm ready to go I'm never gonna give up, give up Fall down, I just gotta get up, get up, yeah Yeah, this is my run Let's camera action, I'm ready to go Way too long, we faced them storms Now you gon' face the dawn You waited for I said from night to dawn